Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. We're going in no context here. This is what yeah. we're doing. It's just, you know, it's totally fine for a Swedish man to say, a Swedish white man to say the N-word. I mean, it, what we got from that incident, right, with him is that, um, I mean, sure, he broadcasted a racial slur to millions of, of tiny 12-year-olds who probably didn't went on to say it. But we also got great beams out of it. So it's really impossible to say if it was bad or not. Yeah, see, my audience, I do not control my audience, even though they say they, they hate the Jews, quote, unquote. And I <laughs> hired somebody to hold a sign that says that. Right. Yeah. How could he have known that these desperate, starving people would do anything <laughs> for $5? Anyway, so we're referencing uh, like a two-year-old uh, scandal now at yeah, this we're point. Staying, we're uh, staying very relevant, as, possible. as current as we possibly We're as current as current affairs yeah. on this. On this uh, Almost. Almost. Hello, everybody. Nathan J. Robinson from Current Affairs here. Famed, famed American man from the Midwest using my British accent. I so, saw a picture of that dude. God, can we start? We should just start with like the start DSA, with the DSA convention. And how yeah, they're all like it. a bunch of fucking nerds. We're talking about a bunch of boobs. So we need to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that's true. Um, what they should start doing there is to just hand everybody a uh, like a button where you press it, it lets out this like high pitched like screeching noise, and you can do that to stop someone from doing something. Like that guy who's like, why oh, sensory overload? He sensory just, overload. He could just press that into the mic, and then and they let go. Everyone know, hey guys, you talking is really bothering me, so I need you to shut up. <laughs> My favorite thing is, uh, thank, thank you, thank you, comrade. Okay, comrade. They kept calling yeah. each other comrade. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like like this is what Mark's envisioned. Thank you, comrade. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, well, I, haven't, I haven't seen the clip, so can you guys fill me in on the context of this DSA meeting? So the, they have, probably, yeah. yeah. So they have a, a, a group of people, right, who are the biggest nerds that I've ever seen in my life, and they have like this girl's like introducing the speaker, and she's talking, and then this guy yells out, "A uh, uh, point, point, point of privilege, point of privilege, uh, elected official of DSA, whatever chapter," and I wanted to say that. Um, Everybody, like, can we keep the talking to a minimum? Because it, like, I have sensory overload and it really distracts me because I have like ADD. And, and thank you. And they're like, and the shoe leans in the mic. She goes, "Thank you, thank you, comrade." Blah blah. And here comes he, him, and it's like point, point of privilege, point of privilege. And it's like this fat nerd, right? He's like point, 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 point of privilege. Yes. He's like, I just want to say, like, stop using gendered speech in your blah, 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 because some of us are, like, non-binary. And she's like, thank you, Conrad. Which I imagine this person wasn't, right? Like, this person wasn't non-binary. They were just they were just making sure that they got out ahead of, like, the like the woke cloutness to be like, you know, no one's actually, like, like no one's actually like said this yet so i'm gonna say it so that everyone would be like god that guy is so fucking woke yeah because he's like he's the white guy that's like milady fedora like most of those people are like white dude bro nerds or whatever and not dude yeah. bro but they're white like nerds and they're you know um it, like the, the 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 asian lady that's on stage introducing this dude's not gonna fuck you guy well <laughs> no and that's another thing too is that um like she she's trying to move the proceedings along and these guys keep 
interrupt that's what annoyed me is that she kept getting interrupted because i'm like let her fucking finish yeah it's like this this like that shit is like you know it's not well i don't want to say i don't want to be an asshole and say it's not important that you've got this and that it's hard to concentrate whatever but it's not you, you don't have to volunteer this information when they're trying to like introduce somebody to speak and you just have to be like uh, just so everyone knows, in this room full of You're, full of people, I actually need everyone to like quiet down because I can't function. Right well, now. I actually relate a lot to that because yeah. one night at my old apartment, I got totally wasted and I couldn't stand to hear anybody in the room laugh, and I yeah. went off on them for like a ten minute speech. So I assume that's similar to what was going on. No, this dude was completely in, sober. In, yeah, he just he had social anxiety because like these people who parade around as defenders of fascism who are bash the fash man like anyone's a crypto fascist or a strats right we're gonna beat them up and it's like. Dude, you're gonna beat them up. You have (laughs) you have sensory overload, and you're a fat furry. Like, what are you gonna do? Not there's anything wrong with being a furry, but yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe there is. Maybe there is. I don't know, there, man. Maybe there's getting the weeds here on this. Yeah, we maybe there is. Well, well, here's the here. Okay, last thing. Here's the thing. Um, they're at a meeting for the Democratic Socialists of America, which is a political project. And like, yes, we need to be conscious of like people's like problems. And yes, we need to talk about mental illness and sexuality and all this stuff. But when you are trying to further a political project and you have people yeah. who are saying like they're nothing but a bunch of baby snowflake SJWs and they say, no, we're not. But point of privilege, like I can't stand people talking like that's when you go. Yeah. Like when when I, like when leftists go, yeah, we need to shove those people in lockers like when other <laughs> proclaimed socialists are like we need to like give them wedgies like that's yeah. when you go. Yeah, maybe you are being SJW. Well, like, it's like well, it wine just, babies. Um, it, it just seems like um, like the wrong place. It's like this is like like Matt. Like I, I I saw your line of reasoning there, where this is a political project, so it's about getting socialists elected. That's to me what DS and and to be fair, right? The one the one thing I saw from that convention that I was like positive about was um you know tweet saying at this at this con we have a press conference with however many elected socialists and we wouldn't be able to have this like even two years ago yeah so i say um if the dsa is working to get which is it's what it should be doing that's its whole concept is to get socialists elected i say awesome i'm for that it's just this convention seems less like a political meeting and more just like a day camp for them to sort of go and just be really woke with each other and it's like you know all that's you know i am not particularly annoyed I'm, I'm not saying that you know you can't ever talk about that but it's like you could you could do that in like i don't know why you're having or- yeah why you're having this convention and why you're interrupting it to be like, just so you know, just let's talk about me. For I second. have this like perceived, I have this slight, like I have this thing that I can't handle or whatever. And I need everybody else to adhere to this very strict like rule set that I've set <laughs> upon people. And it's like, what? Like, why this are is you? like a political. Well, also me- like we like, can no longer, language means nothing anymore. Like this is and I'll listen, I'll go off on it. Right. Like language means nothing anymore because like we have, like when you talk to people, there's an inherent, like, okay, there might be a misunderstanding or you might, someone might say something you don't like, or like there might be, 
like things that happen in the world that like you can't like it makes you uncomfortable or whatever but like you as a full-fledged adult right you have to be able to deal with that or shut yourself off from society like those are the two you have to be able to to be like I'm going to go to this convention where there's going to be a lot of people. So it's probably going to be difficult for me. But if I believe in what this organization is doing, I could put up with it or, yeah. Or you could learn to grow and, and be like, Oh, that wasn't and, so bad. And, yeah, exactly. And it just seems like instead of doing that, this person, these people are going, no, I, I need to make sure that everyone sort of adapts to my individual issues. Like I get, anxiety in crowds or i um you know uh you know don't like being on an elevator for too long but i don't go up to the like the building manager and i'm like you need to make these elevators go like 50 mock speed because i can't be on them for too long well that's like i'm i'm absolutely like petrified by heights but i don't i don't go to the Tokyo. I, I don't go to the, I don't go to Tokyo Town. Uh, point, point of privilege. Point of privilege. Uh, we should make the heights less scary. <laughs> like it's not. I can't. Con- like we can't control the world around us. Like it's just ha- like stuff happens. I have an idea, like a, a rock climbing convention where you go and then you go. Uh, I just want to say, guys. Um, you know, I don't think I think I don't think it's cool that we have these people flexing their 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 heights privilege because because they can climb so high and I'm too scared to go up that high. So if everyone could just sort of climb up like 15 feet and not go on 40, that'd be really cool. He him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not against I'm not against giving your pronouns. It's just again in that scenario, it was someone interrupt like just, why are you yeah. saying why yeah. are you saying it out loud like that's, that's something th- like you like you should you put it in your twitter bio like that's fine or yeah. someone asks you yeah right? what are your pronouns that's fine to you don't it's just volunteering it is like just uh, it just seems like just so you know, lame i don't want to use vir- virtue signaling because that's like an alt right thing but it's like woke it's like signaling to everyone just so you know guys all right everyone shut up for a second let me talk about how cool you know how cool and like understanding i am right now also this this room full of people needs to quiet down i'm like like you know it's one guy asking like like four you know however many 80 people to be quiet for him it's just yeah so um and the clapping should yeah. we bring that shit up so uh clapping is ableist now yeah it's ableist against people who are deaf Oh, apparently, so why what, one? Why are we stopping at clapping? Any noise whatsoever is able to get talking. Well, speaking. this is what I said. Like, so we have a couple of deaf people at work, and my buddy Trey, like, when we work together, uh, shouts out to Trey. Uh, when we work together, he would be like, he'd talk to them, and he wouldn't like talk out loud. He would mouth the words. Yeah, and I said. He's deaf, like he can't hear you or not. Like just talk, like talk out like loud. It's fine. Yeah. Like just be like, "Hey, where do you want this?" And just say it out loud. And I said, I think it's worse if you're just like mouthing, like, yeah, like not saying anything and just mouthing the words. Just like mouth them enough to where they can like interpret it, but also like say the words out loud. It's fine. Like, and then clapping, like they say, "Oh, clapping is ableist." So like, what deaf what, people can't clap. Yeah, like what? What do you well, like? If they see yeah. people doing like m- making the motions with their hands, they can't hear the sound, but they can still interpret that they're clapping. Or feel the vibration, like the like the the vibrations, right? Like yeah, it's vibrations that's feeling. Uh, but I well, I saw that right. So that was like what kicked it off, or what what I what I first saw was um, 
you know, uh, basically people uh, sort of saying, "We no, no clapping," and like it's not even the, no clapping. It's like people being like, "You're an asshole if you clap." Basically, mm. so you needed to sign language clap whenever, right? Uh, and then I saw someone being like, "I can't believe people are getting mad at this." Like, like you know, you're it's you know, like I said, it's ableist, and it's like you know, what if someone doesn't have two hands and they can't clap? Was that it's a real like, take? Yeah. Oh. I saw someone tweet it. Well, I mean, well, well know, what if someone is blind, like is see, is like looking at things ableist? Like, yeah. what the fuck are you? Like, what world do you live in? Having a PowerPoint, guys. We can't have PowerPoints. Marianne, we can't have like pictures listen, behind us because Marianne you know, was right. There is a dark psychic energy that is permeating through American society today, and we we witnessed a lot of that at the DSA convention, unfortunately. Do we want to get into the debates with Marianne? Now? I want. I want to say one more thing on. The, the the that and then yeah we can move uh yeah um i was just i i just think it's the like the mindset is that um people clapping are like rubbing it in the faces of like some like you know maybe someone has like uh you know has a hand amputated or they're deaf and you know they take it to mean um you know you're clapping and it's like you're doing it in their face and being like i can do this you can't do this fuck you right it's like i don't know how sort of brain like how like mushy your brain has to be how smooth your brain is yeah to to come to that also these people aren't deaf or handicapped so again they're going to bat for you know uh they're taking up excalibur in the noble quest (laughs) yeah to defend people against clapping um yeah i just you know i don't want to get like i I don't i don't want to get too like you know down on like it's, I, I I said before when we were on off air just that you know I don't want to judge the entire organization based on this convention it's like judging you know all fans based on like uh, uh, like San Diego Comic Con or something or right? all white supremacists from some shootings that happened recently. right or all cops when there's posted videos of okay them. I feel like this is getting away from me. <laughs> Uh, well, let's, let's move on to the baits because we did have some yeah. dark orb energy being discussed, which is the real problem. Dark psychic energy. Your, yeah. your wonky plans aren't going to beat Trump. Valid. Um, I Did anybody of us watch the debates live? I watched part of them. and I was switching back and forth between the debates and Chicago baseball. So I watched like two seconds of them. Okay. So I did watch some, some highlights of the two debates and... What I gather from these highlights were that um, that Warren and Bernie being on the same stage, they didn't like conflict with each other. They just gained like super strength. And yeah, Marianne was, like piggybacked off of that, yeah, which is really was, cool to see. It was actually good. I thought I thought it was actually uh, uh, really good to have the two of them together. And yeah, they had, they gave that look. I don't know if you guys saw the the, the photo, but they yeah. gave a look like really like when yeah. people were talking about Medicare for all. They're like, okay, yeah, they have that like the. It was like them and Marianne, and then just seven. I think was Yang with them, or was he, he was second? on the next night? Okay, and yeah. So again, against seven, just stock dudes in suits. Like it could have been all just seven. Delays. Oh, and Kristen Gillibrand, yeah. the fucking ghoul. Like, who, who, like someone, is someone at zero percent. Like someone summoned her. Like they pull out the Necronomicon. Like Kristen Gillibrand, blah blah blah. They start speaking in tongues and like cutting their hands. Which it's like it's, dripping blood. It should <sighs> be. This is what annoys me. It should be Gillibrand. 
God damn it. And I hear everyone. Gillibrand. Gillibrand. Did Gillibrand. I say Gillibrand? I don't no, know. I, I, no, don't I think even... you did just now. But, but that's because every that's because she pronounces it that way. That's because the fucking mainstream media is poisoning our minds and making us think that <laughs> That's it, the reason why yeah. they're bad, because they're giving Next, us they're gonna be they're gonna be exclusively saying GIF. I'm gonna throw a fucking fit, man. One of one of the things um that I noticed is that she is not helping like her case any by like she's 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 trying to portray this like aura of like girl bossness. Yeah. Where it's like you can tell, you can see through the lies. Whereas, like, when you listen to Marianne or like you listen, uh, like, even to Tulsi on the second night, when you listen to them talk, you're like, oh no, those are yes queen girl bosses. Like, they, they're, they're like, like confident or whatever, but they don't, this is bad. Like, it's going to sound bad, but they don't come across as bitches. They come across as like, like girl, they come across as commanding. Whereas they're yeah. not like you know uh, super annoying about it, where Kristen Gillagilla. I think it doesn't help. Gilla, Gilla, I think it doesn't help that she doesn't have any like original ideas she's offering, no. and it's like oh, I'll, I'll counter Josh. Oh. Did you hear her proposal to Clorox the White the White House or Clorox the Oval not. Office? That's pretty original, right? She's going to bring in Mister Clean to be her vice president. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna uh, uh, you know. Fuck Swiffer the the fucking Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> you, I don't know. you gave up on the bit halfway. <laughs> I did. You just, fuck. I, I, want, I wanted to just. Stop. I don't even know. Yeah, she's gonna. Kristen. Um, she's, gonna, she's gonna fucking eat Tide Pods for fucking. What What are the chances that you know they're saying uh, you know if Bernie wins then Elizabeth's gonna be VP. But yeah. Hear me out. Marianne. Marianne's gonna win. Oh my god. And Bernie's gonna be her VP. No, no, other way around. <laughs> I would fucking kill for like a Bernie Marianne ticket. That would I be would great. Be excited to vote for that. Well, the VP doesn't really do much. Though. That's well, why. Look at Cheney. I mean. So you you you'd be well. That's true, Josh. Um, you so you'd be in in favor of Williamson being VP just because she has such good vibes. And the VP position really is a vibe. It is very position. much vibe centric. Well, position. well, see the thing is, Bernie like he'd get really mad, right? And he'd start like hurting whoever Tim Ryan's feelings or whatever yeah. again. He'd be stop yelling at me, President Bernie. I don't want Come. you to yell anymore. And then Marion would be like, <laughs> "That's exactly Tim, how it sounds, too. Listen, you have dark psychic energy <laughs> coursing through your veins right now." And God is love, and God needs you, and you need to be pious, and you need to pray, and you need to recognize how much of a wicked man you are. I almost wish, hear me out, that Bernie and Marianne, like, Marianne could be the uh, first lady, because she has that, like, (laughs) like, she has, like, the soothing mother presence, and she she genuinely can explain to absolute idiots like simple things and yeah. and she's not, not condescending. Yeah. Like condescending. Yeah, and I saw her do it to Dave Rubin and I was like, "Holy crap, like yeah. she's America's teacher." Like we all She won down. the debates. So I'm just going to say it. Sorry. I know we were going to wait till the end or whatever. So she, Josh, she won the debates. Ideally for you is that Bernie's elected and then Jane Sanders dies in some <laughs> no, unfortunate she die. fire. She die. I just I'm just we I'm elect we start electing the first lady. The first lady is the new position. So it's a position, okay. So the first lady is a position we vote on. This was this isn't my original idea. This is Red Scare. I'm stealing it completely from him. All right. Okay. First lady is a, a position we vote on. Right. And Bernie rules over policies, whereas Marianne rules the psychic realm. Like she rules. <laughs> she, she, 
<laughs> she uses she rules the hearts and minds of America. Yeah. Be, well, like the thing is, like she we banish, said, she has the power to banish anyone to the shadow realm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she could be like a uh, Department of Housing, and she'd do a better job than Ben Carson. Like you put yeah. her in any cabinet position, and but she'd do a, a good po- job. A potted plant could do better than Ben Carson. I mean, like. That's what you think. You've never seen a potted plant rule. (laughs) (laughs) Like a piranha in like a in like a in like a an aquarium strapped to like a red uh, wagon would be better than Carson. (laughs) A coin tossing like like a gum chewing gangster. (laughs) Yeah, would be way better. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I, I do want to say um, Marianne definitely won the hearts and minds. Bernie did a lot better in this debate. Yeah. He was the by far the best on policy, but Marianne, good Lord, that woman can speak. Like, she is such a good, like, I don't know. Like, I, I the two clips that I retweeted, I was like, yeah, I'd vote for her. Like, uh, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if she made it to the final rounds of the debate. Yeah, that, that's um, so... So these last two, these last two debates, I think we're you know it's a, it's gonna be the last ones with twenty candidates. We're thank gonna God. Nar- thank God for real. We're gonna narrow it down. Where are the Gravel teams? Um, they're making it. They're done. Um, yep. Actually, they they um they endorsed Bernie today, I believe. Nice. So they're probably just gonna move all their resources behind Bernie. Good for them. Yeah. Um, night two of the debates. That well, we was. Uh, I wanted to say one. So I want to dump on. We, we. I feel like we should all dump on John Delaney for a bit. I want to dump on Tim Ryan as well. We can do. We can do all of them because <laughs> that first night was basically just like it's like. I wrote the damn bill. Yeah, basically Bernie and Warren. You don't, you don't, you don't know that. Um, you know. Being like the like. Well, just being the 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 I don't want to say future, but basically the voice showing, of reason. This is how what this is how the Democratic Party is going is going to be going forward. Mm-hmm. And then you had everyone else desperately clawing. Like basically, um, I saw I think it's Rob Delaney called them suicide boomers. John Delaney. <laughs> uh, <the laughs> Rob Delaney. The, no, Rob Delaney's the is the comedian. Is a comedian. Oh, okay. Uh, it really is a Rob Delaney. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There, no, I wasn't fucking around. Basically called them suicide boomers. Basically, just these old men, like these, like just basically stock white men in suits, going, guys, are we crazy? Medicare for all. What's next? Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna you know, you know, stop what's next? Invading Iraq. Socialism. Yeah, we're gonna actually start helping the homeless. Workers using unionizing. No, no. Yeah, like what? What are you saying? Everyone gets healthcare. What's next? Well, we we give up our right to to strike some with a nuclear bomb unprompted. John Delaney. He uh, the Gravel twins actually tweeted out like this. John Delaney was like, "Well, that's not feasible." Blah blah. Or whatever, yeah. and then and then the Gravel tweens were like, "Yeah, you just want like, <laughs> no, it was the Onion. It was an Onion article they yeah. retweeted, and it said John Delaney. It's better to let homeless people die or whatever than to fix starvation. Yeah, he's like, so what? A couple thousand homeless people die. It's fine. He is that man is. I'm pretty sure that this is his fetish is to basically have the worst take on anything, and then to get just ratioed and dunked on uh constantly pulling at like zero constantly yes he's pulling he's pulling at zero there's literally no reason for him to be in but he is constantly going out there and and like to like with the shootings right like he tweeted like his solution right to that is to have gun insurance (laughs) 
And if you, um, yes, so you, I got good insurance. It's another gun. He's like, just like <laughs> they take my first gun. I got another one. <laughs> this one's only semi-automatic, but it'll do the trick. He's like, but he was like, we, you know, like we have with car insurance, we have gun insurance. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you massacre. So your premiums, your premiums go up. So only middle class people could just go shoot each other because they're disenfranchised. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's shit. It's like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. at least I paid my two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's like I, I have this AK now, but you know I have to pay fifty, you know, however forty five dollars a month because they found out I beat my wife, so my premiums went up, you know, four hundred percent. It's like he thought, what do people love? They love their medical insurance and they love car insurance. Guess what else we're gonna do? Gun, gun insurance. insurance. Yeah, because like the disaffected people who own guns are totally gonna be cool with having to pay more on top of like what they're already they're, yeah. losing. Yeah, it's and it's like. You know, his basically his solution is these horrific things keep happening. So what we're going to do is we're going to make it so the market can profit off them. That'll stop them from happening if the market can make money off of gun insurance. And you know, of course, everyone, you know, thousands and thousands of people tell him, "You're the stupidest man on earth." <laughs> That's all Twitter is. Like you just look yeah. at his Twitter and it's like comment after comment. And I'm like, telling shut you, up, he, shut up. <laughs> he's looking at this and like like drooling and like touching himself. He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like oh, he told me I I look like Bill Dotry. Uh, you know, he just fucking like he loves. Like I'm telling you, he loves it. And we sh- we I I don't know if we should indulge him anymore. I honestly think we should we should cancel him in the sense that. We just ignore everything. Yeah, we don't even cancel him. We just ignore what the well, fuck he says. He won't be on the next debate stage. And no. It's looking like he won't be, which is like amazing. If, it'll be at the end of an era to where we could see John John Delaney's stupid chipmunk face fall as he as he tries to go after Bernie and then just falls and like has like an entire uh, population just laugh at him. To the dungeon with the John Delaney. Only, the only people who like are the only people who support him are his family and like two contributors like the wall street journal that would not surprise me at yeah. all no they like the night that night where basically you had like 99 percent of twitter saying john delaney is making a, a complete like ass of himself and then one woman who writes for the wall street journal saying john, john delaney is destroying bernie on healthcare. And it's oh like this man because I wrote the damn bill. Yeah, who is blubbering and and going, you know, we can't, uh, you know, it, it's just not, we, it's just not, like I said, just not feasible. Is like, he the one that said that to yeah. Bernie? Or? Uh, well, no, Tim Ryan was the guy who said, well, you don't, you don't know that. And he's yeah, like, don't know Tim that, Ryan but. is the one who said that. And then Delaney, I wrote the damn bill. Delaney is just the guy who's like, we're dunked on Delaney. No, that's yeah. I was, gonna, I was gonna say is that he's the guy who's like, you know, actually these things that you want and will make your life better, um, we can't. We can never do that ever. We can only make things sort of slightly. Because we spend so much on the military. Oh, the uh, I don't understand. Oh my God, so good with Elizabeth Warren. I don't understand why you're running for president if you say we can't change things. Like, and then the next day on Twitter <laughs> again, Delaney. <laughs> I don't know why you would run for president and they'd be mean to me. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't debate me about my policies and just call me a Republican. Yeah, why why are, why why aren't all of the people who are watching the debates and the presidential candidates doing what George Takei and old what's her name who wanted to do the sex strike, uh, Melissa Milano? Why aren't we all doing like let's not be mean to the Democratic candidates, these yeah. millionaires and billionaires who just want power? Yeah. 
Um, I'm convinced, like that that debate the first night, and even this, like a little bit that I watched the second night, has convinced me 100% that a Bernie is the only person who is running for president because he actually wants to help the American people, and b if we don't elect Bernie, we as a country do not deserve him, like as a person. Because, like, we're just doing it to ourselves at this point. We see these ghouls, and we're like, we like Joe Biden walks up the second night and forgets to take his, like, Alzheimer's medication or whatever. He, has, he just has a sundown. <laughs> he's going to be, yeah, we could. We, he has we a sundown, and people are like, 33% polling. And it's like, oh, Bernie's at 15? Cool. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I think the only other, well, we can, I think we should move on to the second oh, night. And, but, well, but, you one, got, you got one more. Yeah. Two other things. One, uh, Marianne's reparation speech was fantastic. I don't right. really believe in reparations, but her reparation speech was absolutely yeah. like she nailed it. Um, and two, Bernie called the fuck out of CNN yeah. when they said oh, he oh, said the when he when he said that the healthcare question that they're asking him they're asking all the candidates is uh, motivated by money because the the insurance companies are paid for an ad on CNN. And guess what? That, used that, that ad aired on CNN like saying, after. we don't want Medicare. Like, people walking with, like, gloves and, like, dirty shirts and stuff. Yeah. Like, the working class people being like, we don't want Medicare for all because, like, you couldn't see doctors anymore. Yeah. You know? it's like, all these people, you know, this is a guy. You like, remember a thing called the Black Death? Well, guess what? It's coming back for with Medicare for all. It's a guy, all. like, cooking dinner for his family. He's like, you know, all this talk about Medicare and and, and giving insuring everybody and you know I always say like uh, you know people always ask me well, so what do you think and I say fuck you I got mine <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that really is the truth you know like it's a it's for some reason we're a meritocracy where it's like you have to earn the right to live in America well it's I mean that um that whole point though is sort of exposes like why the fuck are we having these debates on CNN? And why are they moderating? Why is CNN getting to be the ones to present like the neutral stances? Like Jake Tapper is not neutral, and the and his questions were not neutral, and the way he asked them were not neutral. But because they're the moderators, it's like they're presenting it as, you know, thank thank, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you sir. Please we're, stop. Yeah, we're the ones. You know, we're the ones asking these questions that are like you know the like neutral questions when they're not they're slanted towards it's like the, the question the medicare was like so why the fuck do you want to raise taxes on people what's your problem right and so they have to they have to deal with that question being phrased yeah. that way basically yeah and they have a limited time to answer it and when you say like you you can't like it's so hard to go because americans are like taxes the government's stealing Tax- from me ah, right ah, yeah taxation is theft um and then even though wage labor isn't stealing wage labor isn't yeah. um but when you have to go, okay, well, yes, taxes will be raised on everybody, and the rich will actually pay taxes, even Wasn't though they're that not. Another point, though, that they try to bring up was like, uh, why would you want free college for all? Because rich people might get free college. Yeah. And then, yeah, and Pete Buttigieg or whatever that f- fucking idiot. He was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like everyone, like rich people, like me, who got paid for like my Oxford education or whatever the fuck. Um, like we would get free college, so like I don't believe we should get free college. You it's like, what are you talking about? Anyway, yeah, you rich people dolt. get free college anyway. It's called stealing the fucking wage labor from the poor. 
It's called tax breaks. See, I'm see you. You're all radicals. See, I'm the smart centrist, and I say that yes, free college would help a lot of people, but it also might help some people that don't need it. Therefore, we should never do anything about it ever. But also, we should also have a political project for people who don't want to go to college, right? Like there, there are people who don't want yeah. to go to college, and we should be they should be able to afford to live. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, night two. Uh, that one I'm a little fuzzier on. I that one sucked because Tulsi was hot as shit though. I mean, she's Dude. Always, like that Good workout look. video. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that workout video. video. I was just like, <laughs> she's just going for it. She's just going. You want you thirsty boys? Like, you know, <laughs> fucking for real. I, every dude's like, yes. I'm betraying. I'm betraying my Volcel energy. My Volcel stance right now. But but yes. Okay, I, Volcel. Yes, that's a nice way of putting it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> There's power in never speaking to women and conserving all your energy to yourself. I respect them so much. I never even looked them in the eyes, uh, and I'm strong because of that. Um, no, but uh, yeah, she's fucking hot, and that, and the, uh, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the guy who's like just lusting after women on stage. But fuck. But damn. <laughs> but damn. goddamn. Goddamn, yeah. Um, Tulsi, the thing about... She went after Kamala pretty good. Hell yeah. Fuck Kamala. Someone, someone yeah. needed to do it. Yeah. So Kamala was like, I still don't like Joe Biden's, you know, uh, bus, anti-busing stance. We're beating and that blah, blah, blah. drum again. And then uh, Tulsi's like, well, let's talk about your record, shall yeah. we? And she, it was like Chris Hansen from fucking, like, uh, <laughs> like to uh, Catch a Predator or whatever. Go ahead. Take a seat, Kamala. Let's talk about how you're racist as fuck. And it's and it's funny that interaction because it just shows like because Kamala has been like like her her stands right built her up as like you know she's gonna be the prosecutor's president right she's gonna she's gonna go toe to toe with Trump and go after him and it's like she crumpled under questioning from Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> she and like um, Felix from Chapo had a pretty good take on this where. Um, Tulsi is like not that strong a personality. Really. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's actually sort of if you if you look if you look at her the way she speaks and how she is in public, she's not super charismatic or anything. So she knows how to hold herself. Though. Yeah, but she's not like she's not she's not aggressive. Yeah, she's not a powerful personality, right? And Kamala crumpled under that and had no rebuttal. Her rebuttal was, well, you know, this woman is someone who. You know, plays dodgeball with with uh, Assad every <laughs> Sunday at the YMCA. Um, so that was her only rebuttal to that. And it's like, how do you think she's going to go against Trump when Trump just goes on there and it's just like, I want everyone to know that Kanye is my best friend yeah. and Kamala. Listen, I've talked to Dr. Cornell West. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've built roads for black people. It's called Go Back to Where You Come From Avenue, and <laughs> and Kamala, she actually locked up everyone that was on that street. And that's unfortunate. I love black people. We know yeah. it. You all know it. Yeah. Uh, highest unemployment rate or lowest. <laughs> or he probably would say the fucking highest and think that was good. Um, yeah. And she'll and she'll like, yeah, she's not going to have anything to say back to that. I'm just saying like if we're, it, yeah, it's just, you know, like if you can't handle, you know, 
that in like the second debate where well, this should be like softball shit like she's gonna turn into andrew yang at that point like when when she's talking to, when she's up against donald trump and she's like listen we need to focus on beating this evil orange man yeah. and give everybody a thousand dollars a month yeah. <laughs> and, and move to higher ground because we're all gonna die we That's cannot andrew, do every time they, I, the clips that i've seen of andrew yang on the second night every time they come to him he's like healthcare is important but thousand dollars a month like every yeah. single time <laughs> about the different ways you can spend a thousand so that's that's a good point in that like so like these debates these 20 candidates 15 of these chuckle fucks have one issue that they're actually passionate about and anything else they don't care like they they're just pushing i would say 15 of even with one issue is like being very generous yeah like most of them just want to be president because they feel like it's their god-given right to rule over man and women yeah and there's literally no there's nothing that can go wrong for them if they run. Like you know, like all they get a book deal. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, it's important to remember these first two debates. One of the reasons why Biden is polling so high is because no one's paying attention. Like the yeah, general public yeah, does, does not care this far away from the actual election. Like and, we're maniacs. Like we're the type oh, of yeah, maniacs who follow this and who actually care about the debates now. When yeah. It's 20, 20 people, 15 of them are literally there just so they can be on TV. You know, it's going to come down to Biden, Bernie, Warren, Harris, you know, maybe Maybe Buttigieg, maybe Buttigieg. Maybe if he slips in there. But, you know, once we get down to four. slips in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once we get down to four, I think people then, they'll start paying attention because yeah. it is a lot to keep up with, like, the Jay Inslees and the Bill de Blasios of the world. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. And so we have to remember, while we are maniacs, and I assume people listening to this are also maniacs. Yeah, if you're, especially to us. Yeah, you're oh, fucking yeah, maniacs. God. You're Help yourself. Check yourself into an institution. You've gone deep down the rabbit hole. Something's and wrong. found this. So. Um, Which pill would you like? Would you like the maniac but pill? When people are polled, they're like, Biden. And they're like, it's why? It's because they recognize the, they recognize when, the when the when they get the AARP like physical copy of their magazine, they're like, oh, Joe Biden's running. I remember him from phone, Obama. When they wrote your phone, God, and the like, amount of like dick sucking like he did to Obama, like he should just marry him. Like he should get off stage and be like, I love you, I love you, Obama. He probably does love him, honestly. Yeah, he's just like, I, mean, I don't know. The I, thing about like the thing about like his. Uh, thing also like when he, they asked him the medicare question and they're like well what about medicare for all like a lot of like democrats are talking about medicare for all and he was just like i think it's you know um <laughs> crapping on the um legacy of um obama. obama yeah and it's like obamacare is like awful it sucks like it is the worst <laughs> and uh yeah, it yeah was he, never intended also i mean even obama himself with the original plan oh uh, listen yeah, he's like, oh, listen, this is meant to be like a stopgap, right? Like even he was like, this is a step in mm-hmm. a certain direction, right? And a step for a public option. And the Frankenstein thing we got after the Republicans and basically got we just got done butchering yeah. it, right? You know, even still, that was still supposed to be a step towards something. So, but Biden, Biden's just whole backward, if you ask me, yeah. check out my fucking taxes. Yeah. Biden's just his whole thing is I'm Obama's best buddy. We are so good friends. I have a bracelet with his name on it. <laughs> I have for me because I have, I have a black friend named Barack. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember how happy you were in 2009? Do you remember how awesome that the was? The good old years. Vote know. for me. Vote for I Biden. I promise that there's going to be as many drone strikes as there was under Obama. I promise that we yeah. will kill as many refugees you as possible. To, as many people you can as go to Obama. brunch. 
just just vote for me, please, because I don't have long. Because I want it. I want it really bad. <laughs> I mean, Biden's whole strategy was just, um, you know, rope-a-dope, but like with speech. So they would ask him something, and he would just sort of mumble malarkey. through it. You'll say malarkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's malarkey. And, uh, you know, they always say, uh, give a man a nickel, and he'll build a trench, and you can put things in the trench. And they go, oh, you're out of time, Mr. Biden. He goes, oh, oh, oh okay. He's like, where am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, like Jake's like, Jake Tepper is like, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that, uh, you know, nuclear uh, bombs are bad and we should never use them. Uh, why do you think that's bullshit, Mr. Biden? And Biden goes, Jake, that's a great question. An even better question is, where am I? <laughs> I uh, you know, I got up this morning and I, I told my wife, she's, you know. And I the said, crowd's uh, like, put the camera on Tulsi. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, you know, he's like, I don't remember getting in the car. I don't remember getting yeah, dressed. Oh. I don't remember coming here. Please. Brock, Brock, where am I? Brock. <laughs> it's his so, like Hamlet. you know, while we're discussing uh, the enthralling debates, there are real world implications happening right now. And one uh, that's a little more harrowing than the topic we've been discussing before, but oh, you've got to bring it up, is the, the recent mass shootings. I think... The, the number for the year now is like 256 uh, mass shootings in the United States, where it's like zero in the rest of the world, virtually. Yeah. Um, well, New Zealand had that had that one or whatever. Yeah, and then they, and then they were just like, oh, like, and they were just like, oh, their, their government actually did its job and did something um, about it. And so thoughts and prayers. I'm just going <laughs> to read this quote from the CNN article I pulled up about the uh, El Paso. Uh, this is the... Dayton shooter, I think. Dayton shooter, yeah. Uh, a gunman who wore a mask, bulletproof vest, and hearing protection, oh, gotta protect his eardrums, was killed by police within 30 seconds of opening fire. Oh, I thought they took, which one did they, they took? The, the El, Paso, El Paso. They took him alive. That How yeah. crazy, hold on. El Paso sorry. was uh, the Walmart, Walmart How thing. crazy is that that they took him alive? Like, that's pretty crazy. I, it's fucking nuts is what it is. Because like, literally like, to me, like, like, so seeing those stories, it was back to back on my Twitter feed was the Dayton and uh, shooters. Well, no, it was the um, a cop shoots woman, uh, like a cop like got startled by a dog and he shot a woman by accident and killed her, and then El Paso shooter <laughs> captured alive after ch- uh, killing twenty people. Fucking insane. Yeah, but um, okay, like I'm gonna hold. I'm not. No, I'm not even going to go there. I was going to say, like, most people, you know, after every tragedy, use the use the tragedy in, like, a way that, like, fits their weird, like, agenda or whatever, right? Like, there's always the anti-gun people, the liberals, who are like, we want no guns, which isn't feasible in America. And then you have, like, the pro-gun, like, Republicans who are always like, see, this is why we need guns, so someone could have stopped this crazy guy. Right. Even and the, yeah. the biggest problem with that is, like, we don't look at why these people did this. Like, we never look at why these people did this. And also, like, we, we look at the event and we look at the tragedy, and, like, it is a tragedy, and we should look at the event as a whole, but we should also look at the reason people did this and not try and yeah. find scapegoats for... Um, and it's so it's so easy to say video games are violent, movies are violent, books are violent, whatever. Yeah. Like they they were they were always saying that. Like so, if you look back in you know history, they'd say, oh well, movies were too violent. That's why kids are killing people. Yeah. And then they'd say, oh, books are too violent. And then oh, read it like 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 writing is too violent and stuff, right? And so you don't look at any of the structural 
changes yeah. that need to happen and go hey maybe we need to deal with this like increased alienation across it's across it disproportionately affects men and white men disproportionately yeah. act on it and it affects everybody i'm not saying that it doesn't affect females too because there are like a, a rise in more cutting uh, and there is a rise in more um, women getting admitted but into mental institutions. But they're less institution. likely to act out against. Yeah, you. I was going to say. But yeah. the thing about it is, women are, and I hate to say this, women are are less successful in their suicidal ideations than men typically, because typically for women, it's the the the, the cry, the, the 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 they want someone to stop them, whereas men, right? Sometimes they do too, but men when they really commit, they like commit to something, right? And and. Yeah. When you go, when you have these two shooters who, for like different reasons, whatever, go and, and, and kill people, they're not, it is a form, like, we, I always reference this book because it's one of the best books I've ever read. It's Heroes, Mass Murder, and Suicide. Um, and Franco Berardi, he says that, well, we have to look at mass shooters as not just like homicidal maniacs, which they are. We need to look at them as suicides because they are going with the intention that they're going to die. Because yeah. they know that they're not. It's crazy that the El Paso guy made out. Yeah, alive. and that's yeah. And that crazy. so yeah, crazy. when the Ohio shooter and the El Paso shooter feel this like intense alienation, and like we don't look at anything other than like, oh, they probably thought, they, oh, well, this is this is the problem that I, I feel. So so Republicans will or, or right wingers will try and justify it and say, oh, video games are violence, movies are violence, whatever, right? And then. Like, liberals will try and say, oh, it's because, like, women didn't give them pussy. And I feel like that both of those analyses are completely wrong. I feel like we're not looking at the, 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 the fact that it could be a mixture of these two things or it even could be, like, the alienation under late-stage capitalism. Right, like the, the structural thing is everyone in this day and age feels alienated and we're, like, everyone is just a little bit crazy now and we are acting unfortunately there are people who are acting on their suicidal ideations yeah so so we do have with these two shooters they i mean uh different motivations where the el paso shooter um you know same root causes though uh yeah i would say and it's just they've they they you know you know developed into different motivations right yes same like, because I do think both of these guys were pretty alien. Like, I mean, it's undeniable, right? That that the the what we're living under is increasingly alienating and atomizing, and making people feel fundamentally alone. Um, but you know, for the El Paso shooter, was he took those feelings and uh, turned to something like white nationalism, white supremacy, mm-hmm. and produced his you know manifesto, which mm-hmm. was. Pretty much like the Christchurch shooters manifesto. Yeah, but I won't without, read manifestos. Yeah, but without any of the irony or like the 4chan memes, it was just straight from meat and potatoes like white supremacist rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like you know, we you know the reaction is to to talk about this as you know white uh, nationalist terrorism, and um, I see the the why people sort of go into that and why they rush to label it that way yeah but i i and i but i also see the reaction to just not wanting to discuss you know not what you know deeper than just guns deeper than just their you know outlying bigotries you know why did because other countries have guns and other countries have 
bigots, right? But other countries don't have the mass shootings that we have. Yeah. So why is it that? Um, why is you know why is it that reaction? It's fucking cat, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> lose it. Um, and like the Dayton shooter was so that was that's been something because apparently he's a self-described leftist. He right? said, yeah, he's a self-described leftist. He said that he would vote for Warren, like he would vote for Elizabeth Warren. And there's a so lot not of him that much of a leftist. And there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of him like DSA, like reply guy type stuff where he's yeah. like, oh, you're so beautiful, like toxic Aww. masculinity and all this. Giving stuff. us reply guys a bad name. Yeah, all this type of yeah, exactly, all this type of stuff. And um, yeah, and so like what what we were saying like labeling them a certain way and saying like oh this dude's like a, a white nationalist terrorist right yeah which i mean at that point he was but yeah, at the same true. time like you're not you're not saying how yeah. we solve it you're you're just saying it's toxic masculinity i guess rules the day it's like th- that's not true <laughs> like, and it's like um also too it's like if you go if you just sort of label it that um, the solution isn't to treat the more people like terrorists or to, unfor- like, uh, like Bernie had a tweet today I didn't agree with where he said we need to invest more in, in law enforcement to deal with this. Cole, and we're going to ask you to never come on the podcast again. But that's, no, I, I agree. But yeah, that's, like, a, like, that's like across the board like what politicians are going to say. Yeah. That we they can't say like a, a band in the carceral state. Like, yeah. I think another bad take, and because it's just too simplified, is – Blaming it on Trump, like you saw Beto do that, where it's like would, he's the one harnessing yeah. this, and I think there's something to it. But again, I don't think this all started with Trump. I think it was no. there before. I, I would, yeah. I, the, the liberals are like the 26. There was nothing wrong with America yeah. before the 2016 election. Well, like I, well, I saw what I saw the Beto stuff, and I actually was like. This is the coolest thing Beto's ever said. Well, I mean, the um, the other things were Ola and Yokiro talk over yeah. all the Beto <laughs> said. So him literally just being asked the question, being like, "Fuck, man, uh, shit!" Like I don't even know. Like that's like how I'm feeling right he, now. He like kick flipped away. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't even think Beto's saying that this is Trump's fault. I think what and this is what I think is that these existed before. Is that Trump has just emboldened them so much. That they can come out into the open and be ex- super explicit about it, um, and like the like the well, he's in, he's in, let, hold on, let's say this: he's emboldened like white nationalists to come yeah. out and say they're white nationalists, but I, I don't I don't think necessarily I I think it's a structural issue more so than a Trump issue where like the actual act of going out and saying I want to die I'm going to kill as many sure. people as I possibly can beforehand like that's happened before Trump and that yeah. that will happen after Trump and I feel like what Trump's done has legitimized white nationalist rhetoric in terms of you know that we've always had Nazis yeah. but Nazis used to not like not as many people said I'm a Nazi used to not see them yeah exactly uh, there's you know and, and that's uh, been my time guys yeah and uh, you know he's emboldened like the 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 discourse, if you will. Yeah, like the language, like you know Trump, you know just pushed invasion, invasion. They're invading us. Migrants mm-hmm. are invading us. And the the El Paso shooter in his manifesto was saying, "I'm stopping this invasion." Yeah. Uh, um, so I mean, I would say right there, that's a that's a one uh, to me. That's a one to one like 
this guy, you know, is is right. He's he's he's, he's, president he's, he's emboldened that, that type of language. Like he he yeah. he breeds confidence in that type of language and that like mindset. But ultimately, the suicidal, homicidal ideations of this person goes, goes way deeper right, than just Trump. I mean, it's very possible that the, this same El Paso kid could have been could have found himself alienated and in the same position and killed but for a different reason or yeah. for an, a, like just not outwardly uh, not an outwardly white supremacist reason like the Dayton shooter um, I bring it up because there's people are sort of lumping them together and uh, like they're similar in that they're both alienated and in sort of the same position but they expressed it differently whereas the Dayton guy's issues were with women he had tremendous issues with women dating back to like in high school where he basically just outwardly threatened his female classmates so his shooting was uh, a you know uh, a realization of his hatred towards women right so um, and that like that's been sort of throwing me for a loop too because I've been like usually um, that type like the we had the incel shooter like Elliot Rogers like those are like those guys were like alt righty types like like incel dumb is really sort of uh, you know, you look at that Venn diagram with them and the well, right. Like they're pretty, because bigotry usually tends to like they bigots flock together. Right? Well, it's that it's that. Uh, yeah. So there's a, like typically they're they're all right or they're you know right leaning. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it's like that that college humor sketch where the guy comes and he's like, "You're a strong woman." And like I'm a feminist and stuff, and it, yeah. it's not you're not necessarily a leftist. Like you're in, in a lot of times they're probably not necessarily like right leaning. They're just alienated, and so they they you know these guys are saying women and and feminism's the problem. And they say yep, but this guy probably you know wanted to build social clout with women, and so he, he adopted the the liberal project. You know he yeah. adopted the the language of, of females, and he, that's why he said he'd vote for Warren because. Warren's a very popular Democratic candidate against uh, or for females, right? right. And, and that's so, and we, I mean, we follow some people who would would probably be like, yeah, if a guy told me he's voting for Warren, then popping my pussy wide open for it, yeah, him. right. Which is fine if that's how you want to how you want to do it. I but. will say we have the Warren stands, and we have you know uh, talked about them relentlessly on the show. We have kind of glossed over the uh, Tulsi thoughts. Of the world, uh, I think there's 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 a Tulsi the thought account on Twitter, and it is one of the best Twitter accounts I've ever read. This is the weirdest fucking segue you've well, ever it, done. Well, I mean, too. we are we're talking about heavy shit though, and I, I yeah. you know, like saying Tulsi Gabbard's hot is like a way of kind of releasing our like Fair repressed enough. male I, sexual I energy, right? Like our dark psychic energy yeah. has to be released. Josh, somehow. I know the account, and uh, I think she tweeted after the debate that she hopes that Tulsi's um, uh, healthcare plan is just her spitting in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, fuck, that is like, I don't, it's like I'm in this She's tweet, right. I'm in this tweet, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and then, but like also, you have these, um, you have these people, right, who are like constantly saying, uh, oh, what, what do these people want? Do they want like, uh, enforce monogamy or do they want like pe- women to not have agency and stuff? And it's like, listen, we, we know like under, capitalism alienation is real and they're these guys are being told that they are like they're white guys right and they've been told through media and through through women screaming at them who are a class above them that 
they have everything in the world. Why are they sad? And yeah. they they have like all these this this sensory input of you should be the like top of the hierarchy. You should you know um, it rule everything. Hard. It shouldn't be this hard for you to find right. And this. so and they say like you know you're repress oppressing me even though they're like and have nowhere to climb in the social ladder and like you know Ta-Nehisi Coates like upper middle class is like white people are evil right and so you like they Man's see brain. this yeah. and they yeah and they see this stuff and they say well like fuck and their alienation increases and increases and increases until the point where like I feel like a lot of times um, people who are vol cells or incels or whatever you want to call them um, like <laughs> yeah I'm looking at you uh, <laughs> anyway like don't fucking look um well they they either kind of like realize or or like even just awkward guys right like i i hate the whole like incel like Mm -hmm. language we're using there's just like there's a bunch of awkward guys out there i mean there are there are awkward guys and then there are like well like i know there are super awkward guys but a lot of incels are just awkward guys who don't know how to talk to women right yeah and the thing is like it's hard it's really hard like if anyone's talked to a woman you don't know what the fuck they're thinking it it, it is but the thing is like you either like sit down and look at yourself because like a while back like right when i graduated high school i was like kind of drifting towards a darker place and i started hating women and i started like like doing all this stuff and you have to sit down and you have to look at yourself and go this is wrong right like you realize it's wrong and you have to look at well it's not women that's causing the current climate that we live in it's you know a structural thing right right and and these guys don't it's hard that's hard like that's really fucking hard it's easier to say uh, it's toxic masculinity. It's easier to say it's um, racism. It's easier to say whatever is causing the thing. And, and the problem is, it boils down to capitalism. And the instead of saying we need to overthrow capitalism or we need to like help people, they say we need to kill women. I think a way to sum up what you're saying and tell me if this is what you're getting at is that these shooters, even with their manifestos, you know. People who are angry don't always know the real reason why they're angry. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that these people, they're trying to search for a reason to place their anger, but it's it's obviously the wrong place. Yeah. Um, well, Mark Mark Fisher, we can imagine the end of the, the end of the world, or we can imagine yeah. the end of our world before we imagine the end of capitalism. Yeah. And I, I think that that doesn't mean we shouldn't try to, um, I mean, suppress white supremacist notions or to suppress. Uh, I mean, these guys, the 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 guy, the things they these guys latched onto, um, we should still try to get rid of those. It's still but, bad. It's but really but bad. It's right, just, but saying yeah. but saying that that's the entire problem. Even yeah, it's not when you when you when accurate. you when you be so intersectional as to agree with the capitalist project as a leftist. The biggest problem is yes, we should get rid of sexism. Yes, we should get rid of race. Try and get rid of racism. Yes, we should get rid of white nationalism. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not going to do any good because we're still going to feel just as alienated under capitalism. Yeah. And and the thing is like. A lot of people who are the professional managerial class and who are upwardly mobile, who, uh, one, we might even say, uh, writes for The Guardian or whoever, you know, like yeah. I was telling you yeah. about that girl. Um, they're, they say racism is the entire problem. And it's a problem, but it's not the structural problem. It's not the, uh, and, and Josh, can you go suffocate your fucking gat for us, please? So long story long. Long story long. Long story long. Uh, P- 
people just always use these things for uh, political purposes, and they it's it's fu- honestly it's fucking disgusting. Like I was watching CNN, and I was so fucking disgusted because they were talking about the the Dayton, the Ohio, or or whatever the the non El Paso one, right? Dayton, Dayton, yeah. They're talking about the Dayton shooter, and they were like, violent video games are causing this, and then they switch and they said the El Paso shooter, and they're like, ultra right wing terrorists, blah, blah blah. It's like, why, like. Can we not just say that what happened was a tragedy instead of like like saying thoughts and prayers or like this is why we need guns or this is why we don't need guns or yeah. also um, use statistics to try and fucking deaden the the hurt of people dying like, like oh well you know two hundred people die in fucking car accidents you dumb fucking science bitch <laughs> yeah the other crash yeah um it's just uh just some damn introspection would be great every now and then like that's what i think we're missing and that you'll never get that out of cnn to be like um to ever admit that there's like a deeper problem yeah look at the real fucking problem like you're going so surface level like are these do these idiots actually fucking believe that this is the problem they probably do because they're chill in their mansion they don't have to fucking worry about it right because like poor people are just fucking like they probably don't care poor people are dying Kids in schools are dying. Kids don't fucking vote. They don't pay fucking taxes. So who gives a fuck? Right? That's like their fucking mindsets. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson's mindset. That dude... Dumb science bitch. Well, he... he, Well, that guy... So that guy's on one. And he is on one because he dodged rape charges. So That motherfucker needs to be shoved into a fucking locker. He feels invincible right now. So, you know... And then he issued a... He had the fucking gall... To issue this fucking apology, where he's he like, apologized? he apologized on Facebook of all places. One awesome. and two, he's like, well, listen, even though what I said was true, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like as soon as he said that, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up, like, I, like I just want to shove you in a fucking locker right now. Well, because his whole his whole tweet was basically like, dumb science, bitch. Humans, um, you know, we uh, react more to spectacle than anything else. It's like. Did you need a fucking doctorate in astrophysics to figure that shit out, man? Yeah. Wow. You he, uh, Liz, Liz Brunig, yeah. she had a she had a great point. I saw her tweet in response to that, and she said, "Yes, like people die from those, but it's not a singular act committed by a person with the sole intent to kill somebody." Yeah. Right, and Something it's not a uniquely and car American. Accidents moment. are evil acts. Yeah. Like it's just a. Hazard. Unless the car is evil. It's, uh, yeah. so, so, so Neil deGrasse Tyson, he, he, he's famous for saying... Um, a bunch of dumb shit. He's famous for saying a bunch <laughs> of dumb shit, raping somebody, and also, allegedly, and saying, <laughs> and saying uh, he Not said, why do, we, why do we need philosophy... Right, he's famous for saying this, and no, even though he real. just yeah. even though he just used the trolley car problem and decided to go on both fucking yeah. rails to kill everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People die. Why is murder illegal? Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like, does he not understand that what he just said was like philosophy in and of itself by basically saying that these this these deaths are that equal. is that and is the like they're equally they're like the exact same thing. So why are you so mad about this? the whole point of the 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 trolley car problem is to determine which is worse like killing one person or killing a bunch right and it's like the morality of that and this dumb fucker can't even like because comp- he's a dumb science bitch he can't even comprehend this yeah. he only understands stars and shit he's not like uh, <laughs> morals they do not exist blah 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 because it's like and yeah. then and, and he's like Dr. She, Manhattan yeah like, exactly like and then, nihilist 
like Bruning asshole. said the like she said that and she said the best come comeback as well. She said, "Of course, it makes a more emotional impact because if a guy comes up and shoots your daughter in the head, <laughs> you're gonna be, have a little more emotional impact with that than with like some child." Dying in a region you've never seen before, or like you even her, even your same daughter dying in a car crash, you'll be like, it's not. It's the more same. emotionally impactful to yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to no, go I'd off. Say, I want to be said. I want to say maybe to close it out that I was on the Neil deGrasse Titan, <laughs> <laughs> the Neil deGrasse Titan uh, hate uh, train long long ago. I used to exclusively follow him, so I could I could. Look at his tweets and then tell him that he sucks and well, uh, should uh, it, stop uh, talking forever. I want to slap his chemistry textbooks out of his hands. Astrophysicist for dummies having dumbass bitch. Yeah. Fuck well, him. Well, hopefully on the next podcast we'll have a little more uplifting yeah. news. <laughs> I doubt it, though. <laughs> it's just saying right. <laughs> yeah. local Georgia boy drives all the way to Neil deGrasse Tyson's house. <laughs> I got some choice words for you, motherfucker. <laughs> We drove all the way there. Well, I I drove there to to put a bag of, of dog shit on his. Yeah, I, I, I got I got the shit before I got to his house, so I had oh, to so drive like eight hours with uh, fester. But it was worth it, you know. Yeah. See him stomp out the fire and be like, "Dag nabbit!" Oh, those kids again. Oh, like how can the black holes relate to me stepping in dog shit? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess at least he's. I don't know. Fuck him. Yeah, it's a good way, good one to end on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See you next. Time. Fuck him and Sam Harris. Yeah, and Sam Harris. Yeah.